Hey, what's going on, everybody, and welcome back to Off the Bar with Rob and Joey. I'm Joey. And I'm Rob. Isn't that funny that you're usually the one taking us in, but we put my name first in the in the title? It is weird, and it throws me off a lot, because most of the time I want to say Rob first. Like, I want, <laughs> I almost say Rob myself. You want to be me. Yeah. I, want, <laughs> I just want to be first. I'm changing the podcast. <laughs> well, that's a good place to start. What were we talking about before Mike Rob? The Super 16. Oh, yes. Because there's that. I think that this is going to be something. It's going to be like a weekly tradition that we rip this Super 16. I don't see any way around it. I don't think that it's going to get any better. So this may just be a segment on the show. Garbage. (laughs) It's better than last week. But man, it's bad. And not that like I don't even really have like a problem with like the top. Well, you know, I think that the Devils not being in the top five is a joke. In the top three is a joke. Yeah. I mean, until yesterday, they were undefeated. The list was done before yesterday. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. My Devils are flowing. It's actually probably a really good thing that they lost yesterday to Colorado because this would have just turned into a Devils podcast. You wouldn't be able to make me shut up about it. So I'm I'm like grateful for the listeners that we got got an L. (laughs) <laughs> um yeah but yeah dude no that um i'm not trying to be a homer but i feel like for the super 16 you take into account it's still early in the season you got to go a little bit off of what you've seen before right this is just how i would perceive it, how i would vote right then you got to go with who's who's hot right now and how how they're hot because i i feel like i watch a lot of hockey and like i have to have a life and like other things that I do. So I don't even get to watch as much hockey as the people who do this for a living. So like you'd think that they knew. I'm not even saying that it should be the Devils in third or like in the top three. No, Goddamn near that. first. No, I'm not saying that because they just went 4-0. Like a lot of other teams had some good starts. But we dominated those four games. We beat what? The, the projected Stanley Cup winner. The actual Stanley Cup winner. The Stars. And the, and we beat, and we we held Connor McDavid to two points. I mean, dude, it would be one thing if we had a soft opener, but like that was like a hard opening. It really was, and we lit. We were just lighting it up. The closest thing that we came to a loss when they made that list was the Sharks. And although we were outshot, it was like thirty nine to like thirty six. It's not like they were like dominating us. We got lucky. Like Keith showed up. It was like. No, like before the Colorado game, which I, again, we don't even have to talk about because we should make this podcast about something other than the Devils. But before that game, I couldn't look at one thing and been like, wow, we did that really shitty. We played four perfect games in a row. I'm not even, and, and I, that's why I'm mad about it. If it was just like, oh, well, we had some soft wins and, you know, Tampa Bay is the absolute shit and the Predators are like five and one or whatever they are, then yeah, yeah, sure. We drop a little bit, but like, dude, we've been killing it. I think that is a crime. I really do. I'm trying to pull up this list so I can see the rest, too, because I know the rest is going to anger me deeply. Yeah, I can Yeah, it. do it, do it, dude. Because I know that you've got more things to say, too, but you take like, away your take. I loved how you hit me up the other day about the Devils. <laughs> yeah, I specifically text Rob and was like, yo, the Devils not being in the top five is a joke. Like, it just it's a joke. Like, it's ridiculous. And it's not that anybody in the like I don't even really have a problem with the top five in general. Like teams deserve to be like obviously like the Predators at five and one, Toronto at six and one. Sure. Tampa Bay at three and one. I don't particularly like that one because Tampa Bay hasn't been great. Like they just haven't been the it's not like a powerhouse like it was last last year. Yet it will be. They're getting there. It's just like it doesn't have they don't have to be top three right now they had a slow open though and they it's been a lot of one goal games and overtime and things like that like really surprising for for you know you'd think tampa bay would be dominant yeah and they got smacked by vancouver yeah like four to one (laughs) that's what i mean i feel like there's no there's no attention to how these things are happening (laughs) like like i get i get a little bit well that's the thing i hate about like the list that they make like I had a problem over the summer with like the top 20 centers or the top 20 defensemen or whatever because they say right now but at the same time like 
well, nothing. It's not even really anything against Patrick Kane, but it's just like right now, like <laughs> he's not top five right <laughs> now. This second, right now, probably not. Like there was plenty of other wingers like better than Patrick Kane last year, just points wise. Yeah, on better teams, whatever. So I don't really, I don't get like the right now. They say right now, but it's not really right now because if it was right now, the Devils would be in the top five. Yeah, and Tampa Bay. Sl- Doing well, but slowly starting, would be in the top 10. I'm sure it's fine. It's definitely respectable, but I don't know. I, I guess it's it's not even that I have a problem with the list itself. It's like, what are the, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, credentials for making this list. Yeah, um, and I don't want it to th- seem like it shouldn't just be a list of, like, what the standings are. Like, you know, that's not what I'm asking for. Right, I'm not yeah, saying exactly. that everybody... But like I said, I mean, I think Tampa Bay's looked light for what they. Yeah, it's three and one. They're they're gonna get better. You're right. They, you know, they're they're not gonna like continue to not score in the power play. That's nonsense. Like Stamkos will show up. Hedman will have more than one goal. Like it's gonna happen. But like they look like a team, and they have a team. When you look at that roster, where they should be kicking the shit out of like everybody. Um, and then like immediately too, uh, and, like ahead or right, right after them is the jets, which again, good team, probably going to happen, but like three, two and one isn't a great look for again, another Stanley cup favorite. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and they, they were a team that had this heavy offense that hasn't really happened yet. And that's what's like so surprising too, is that that hasn't been the way that they were winning their game. So it's like, I, if if like in the middle of the year when these like numbers are all different, I know it's still the beginning of the season. If there's like some team that's like cruddy and it goes on like a five game winning streak, like they should be in like the top. Like it's it's who's hot. Like you said, like if we're talking about right now, like let's talk about right now. And I'm just saying the devs dominated for two weeks straight, <laughs> and yeah. we're in, and we're sixth. And and that's the, and we're probably not even going to be in the 16 for all year. I'm not even trying to say that, but like we dominated. At least we're ahead of the Capitals. If they put the Capitals ahead of us, I would have been just I would've been like, "Oh man, come on. Like <laughs> come on, give me a break. They don't have like you know, two shutouts already and friggin', you know, I don't know." Right. Well, it's just like I think the overall besides the Devils, the biggest like problem I have with like any one team is like the de- or the Ducks right or five one and one at seven. Yeah, and I don't like. And the other thing I don't like is the like these misses that they put on here. Like the miss for the Ducks is forward Andre Kashe is remains sideline with a concussion. It's like he hasn't even played a game. What does that have to do with the team? Yeah, they're winning without him. That's a hit. Yeah, that's that's good. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, he scored 20 goals in 66 games last year. Well, he hasn't been there this year, and they're winning, so it's cool. Corey Perry, it's like saying if, like, Corey Perry was on here. It's like, well, he's not, and they're still 5-1-1. One, and one. Kessler wasn't here for half of these games. Getzlaff's hurt, but they're still winning. That's John even Gibson more looks impressive. like one of the best goalies yeah. in the league. That he, dude, he has. And that's what I mean. That's a hit. Like, that's yeah. not a miss. Like, I don't understand. And then they're hit. Do you see this? Ford Nick Ritchie signed a three-year contract. Like, who cares? Yeah, Nick Ritchie's going to be <laughs> insignificant on the entire season. Yeah, he has, like, significant stats throughout his whole career of what one season should look like for a hit. <laughs> and he's played yeah. in 186 games. And then, no, further down the list, I do think that, they're like, the first week was worse. But, like, dude. Why are the Sharks uh, yeah. ahead of Calgary? Calgary, 4-2, and two, playing good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Dude, yeah, Vegas is still in the like 16. An, like, yeah. I don't. <laughs> they're another team with, like, an injury as their miss. It's like, that's not a miss, necessarily. It's like a miss if, like, tomorrow, I don't know, Marshan breaks his leg for boston or whatever that's a miss then because it's like one of their most important players and if they start losing it is probably direct correlation yeah but i i don't i don't know i don't like the way it's like structured i feel like it could be done better dude and not to go back to the devils because again i don't want to keep harping on but did you see our miss was will butcher was hurt and then he played the next game yeah he didn't even get hurt. Like he wasn't even hurt. He took a bad hit, and they're like, "Well, he was injured, and that's the miss." And then he like came back, and he's playing now, and he's fine. So I don't, I don't like the list. And dude, it, the like, 
The, like, lower you go on it, the more I think, like, dude, this should have been rearranged, too. Like, the Pens, even in the top 10 at 2-1-2. and two. Like, again, they're the Penguins. Like, they lost twice to Montreal. Yeah. Let that sink in. It'd be one thing if they were 2-1-2 and two and they had a really hard start. They're, they are champions. Like, I get it. I'm, I hate them, but I'm giving them their credit. Like, of course they're going to make the Super 16. They get the benefit of the doubt. But they lost twice to Montreal, who's supposed to be garbage. Like, you look at that lineup, and it's, like, unrecognizable to an NHL team. And they're, like, they're ahead of the Flames. Like, they're ahead of the Blue Jackets and the Avalanche, who at least have winning records. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the Sharks are ahead of the Avalanche. Like, it's just so backwards, dude. Nathan McKinnon set a record. Like, you know what I mean? Like, dude, um, what's-his-name is almost leading the league in points now. Um, Oh, Rottenham? Yeah. (laughs) It's, like, insane. What are you talking about? (laughs) I think, overall, the best, like, description that they have of any one of these teams is probably like Carolina at number nine. Their hit is that they're averaging 42 shots on goal per game, most in the NHL, and they're giving up 25.3 shots per game, third fewest. That's a hit. They're doing good things. And then their miss is that their power play is garbage. That's facts. That makes sense. But they're winning, and they deserve to be in this thing because they have a winning record even though their power play is garbage, but they're getting all these shots. Yeah. Like, it makes sense. No, Carolina's been killing it, dude. <laughs> I I give them a lot of credit. I've been rooting for this team for years. It, it seems to me that a teams just want to make me look bad because when I start to like them, I'll, I'll give you an example. I've been try. I've been thinking the Hurricanes are going to break out for years now, and then they disappoint me. Now they have this hot start. Now they it could the wheels could fall off. It's still early in the season. I know. But then I've hated the Sharks for years. I've been like, dude, they're going to age out. They're going to be complete shite. They finally get Eric Carlson. I look at some of their other players. I'm like, all right, all right, this could this could happen. I, I could get on the, with the Sharks. And then they look like shit. I <laughs> yeah. don't oh, know, man. At least we're better than NHL Network because they don't know what the fuck they're doing over there. <laughs> yeah. At least not with their list. Their list makers, I I have a beef with them. <laughs> yeah, the list. I wish we would have got to it because it's it's not irrelevant now. Maybe we'll talk about it one day. But yeah, I was really not happy with the list that they put out over the summer. It's not it's not very good. Oh, they'll <laughs> they'll make more next year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure, we'll get into their list next year. I'll make a. I'm designating episodes for next summer that will talk shit about their list. I'm yeah. gonna make my own fucking list next year. <laughs> yeah, we should do that. Yeah, man. But yeah, I mean, I and I, like I get that this is like a core or a combination of like nine different writers or whatever. I know we talked about it last week, but it's like nine different writers that all put their votes in, and you know each vote is you know one through sixteen. And, you know, obviously the higher up you rank them, the more points they get per vote, whatever. It's cool. But, like, most of them I see, like, let's see. Yo, can I, I can, th- can I say something real quick? Yeah. I'm looking at their list, right? They break it down who voted for what. Yeah. And I don't even think they average it. I think some dude just picks it, honestly. Because, like, dude, the Devils are first on a couple people's lists. They're in the top five on the majority of these. How we dropped a six, I don't because there's one like butthurt Penguins fan who still has them in the <laughs> in the top five. I don't know how that throws off our average. Like, look at it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking lo- at how it broke say down. About I'm not going to name names specifically, but like, dude, I I don't understand how they even came up with these numbers. And some people, some people are just ridiculous. I don't understand. We just said what's going on with Tampa Bay, and someone's got them first. And it's just like, do you even watch hockey? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, someone, I mean, someone has the Flyers in here. I wouldn't even put the Flyers in my <laughs> Super 20 right now. <laughs> I mean, this was before we got smacked by Columbus the other night, or yeah. last night. But still, like, it hasn't been good. And the thing is, like, I do kind of agree with you. Like, they kind of, you know need to air quotes take stuff from like last year but do they start over if arizona was the best team in the league right now why couldn't they be number one what because washington well washington's not even number one they won the cup 
Yeah, no, that's fair. And I don't mean from last year, like, week one. I just mean there's expectations. Like, I understand why you give Tampa Bay the benefit of the doubt. I understand why you give the Pens the benefit of the doubt if they give you something to work with. Like, those are good teams. But the thing is, a lot of these teams aren't even giving you much to work with. (laughs) like again like the pens are two one and two when this list was made (laughs) now and again that's fine they shut out toronto yesterday and that didn't that didn't happen yet though so what were you voting on you know what i mean and yeah uh and dude and again the sharks like hello they have a losing record like you know what i mean it just because they have eric carlson if eric carlson doesn't play good i don't care yeah, if like, Eric Carlson has 40 points with the Sharks this year, it's not good enough. Yeah, if, <laughs> like, dude, if the Oilers re-sign Wayne Gretzky and then they still don't make the playoffs, they still don't make the playoffs. I don't care. Like, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> like, you re-signed Wayne Gretzky. Like, you're not making the list because of it. <laughs> like, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Connor McDavid's yeah. going to lead the league in points. I don't expect them to make a Super 16 unless they're winning. Yeah, unless it's literally just Connor McDavid's name by himself. <laughs> Which he that would be a fair assessment. Dude, speaking of something, you mentioned something too. I think it's really important, like I said, to vote on how these teams are playing. And like, dude, if Arizona could squeak out like two or three wins in a row, I'd fucking put them higher than a lot of those teams on that list. If you look at their Absolutely. actual stats, they're, like, not giving up a lot of shots and, like, ripping them at the net. They just, those poor bastards can't get one past the other team's goalie. I don't know what, they're cursed. Yeah, based <laughs> on how this list is made, absolutely. If Arizona had a, like, near 500 record, they should be on the list. Yeah, because they're not playing bad. I feel bad for them. It's like, dude, you got to break this desert curse, man. But, yeah, dude, if they win two games in the next week and they don't make this list and... These teams continue to like falter away. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be upset. It's gonna be the next thing I complain about when the Sharks are 12 and San Jose is like, I mean, I'm not San Jose. Arizona is like barely making this list or not on it at all. I'm gonna be like, oh well, cool. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I really wanted to give them a shout because you look at some of these numbers that they have, and it's just like, man, I don't know how they're losing these games. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it it makes sense only because it kind of fits like the narrative that we kind of played out in the in the preview or whatever like i feel like they're going to be better i mean they're already better this is already better than last year well yeah they've won they could have <laughs> they've won two yeah, games this now? is this is what yeah this is no three or yeah no two they just beat Col- or colorado not colorado chicago, chicago. yeah man the i knew they seed. were gonna win that game too i thought about putting money on them i was like dude Dude, Chicago's a fake. <laughs> I was like, get them. <laughs> they got to get a win eventually. <laughs> yeah. I like how Chicago thought that that was going to be the good game to to bring in Corey Crawford again. Yeah. Oh, them- we could, I guess we could mention that. Corey Crawford's back from injury. Yeah. Even so though no one really knew when he was going to play. And Kessler. Yo, no one saw Kessler coming. Dude, that's another thing. The Ducks are determined to make me look like a dick. <laughs> Hey, yeah. good for Ryan Kessler. I took all that shit on him in the offseason. The second I saw he wasn't injured, I was like, eh. Picked him up in fantasy. Crushing it. Crushing yeah. it. <laughs> Power play goals. Point per game so far. I love it. I love it. You got to just admit when you're wrong and just pick those guys up in free agency. Absolutely. That's why I allowed like my list to be on the internet because I got to admit when I'm wrong and I'm probably wrong. <laughs> yeah but you know i could work for nhl network dude if i had the time to put it in that much i as much as those guys do it's my whole career i would like know everything i love this sport so much dude like i said you start looking at some of these underlying stats and it's <laughs> it's pretty uh i don't know it's been an exciting week of hockey i got i wish i got to watch to watch more <laughs> than i did and uh, but there's cool cool things happening. Oh, I'm- and just while we're like on the subject of being mad or whatever, um, yo, I hate this schedule though. I I don't like it at all. Yeah, like there should be more than three hockey games on on a Friday. It doesn't have to be the money maker night, even though it probably should be. Because it they makes can, sense too. Yeah, me. they can make you know. Well, I mean, because um, Saturday hockey night in Canada, whatever that whole thing. 
But it's just like there doesn't need to be like eleven or twelve games on one night. No, like there, then there a can real be deal. eight. Yeah, a real deal hockey fan like us. Well, I don't say real deal. Just I mean anybody. You want to flip around if it's really hockey night in Canada? Don't you want to watch like? You're going to be watching on the fly, and you're going to be watching your favorite team, and you're going to be tuning into stuff, and it's too much. It's too much going on, I think. You're right. And the fact that the last last Friday had no games, that was like, what? Yeah, that was ridiculous. I've never seen that before, ever. And it was yeah. a weekend day. Like, that. it was, well, it was Friday. You know what I mean? It's not like it was like a Tuesday. It was like, oh, they forgot to schedule a game today. It was like, what? What happened? It's not a holiday. Not that I know of. Yeah. And obviously it's going to change or whatever, but like, and I'm no marketing expert or whatever, but there is like a better way to market this. Like if you really want more people to watch, you have to like, like, especially if you want people to get into it, like people get into football where you flip through every game where you watch the one o'clock game, then you watch the 430 game and then you watch the eight o'clock game or you switch back and forth between the 430 and the end of the the one o'clock game, whatever. If you want that to happen, you can't have t- 11 games on yeah. and, like, six of them on at the same time. Yeah. And it's never going to work because we play – it's not just one day of hockey or whatever. Obviously, we play all throughout the week. So it's it ha- it's never going to be the same as football. But you could at least put, you know, half the league or there's a back-to-back, you know, half the teams play on one day, half the teams play on the other, and maybe – you know, there's 10 games on Saturday because that's the night that you're really trying to go for it. But then there's seven on Friday or whatever. Yeah. You know. And I feel like, dude, the more games that you could slide in to Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays, the you, the ticket prices have to do better. Like, I mean, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, we'd sell out. Like, you know what I, I don't know. Devils always get made fun of for not being – and I'm not even trying to bring it back. I mean, for every team, like, trying to – get attendance and stuff like that i wouldn't miss a saturday afternoon game <laughs> yeah i'm going to one <laughs> in That's two weeks like... that works for me i don't get it like dude it's hard going getting to the to a to a congested city like area on a tuesday night yeah well that's the thing it's like it just makes more sense like you said, to stock up the weekends because, you know, most people are off of work. You know, if you're really trying to bring in, like, the cat, like, the first thing I always look for, like, I'll go to a game any, anywhere. I'm also not that far away. So it's not really, you know, I don't really have to worry about, like, driving an hour to get back to my house because I have to go to work tomorrow or, yeah. you know, wor- really worry about traffic. Like, obviously it happens, but, you know, I can fit it into the schedule. But, like, the first thing I always look for is, like, oh, is there a game on Saturday? Because, yeah. you know, maybe I want to, like, invite you or invite, you know, someone who doesn't eat. Like, I try to invite people who don't watch hockey yeah, just to get to them. But I can't, like, hit up someone and be like, hey, it's Tuesday. Do you want to go to a hockey game 45 minutes away? Yeah. They're going to be like, no, fuck you. <laughs> and I'm not saying that we can't have games on Tuesdays. I'm just saying, like, some weekdays well, yeah. we have these heavy things and then... I, I work some Saturdays, too, but a lot of the time, like, Friday has, like, a different feel to it, man. You're, like, ready to rock and roll. You're done with work. You're going to see your favorite team, and you get to sleep in the next day. Like, why would you not have a game on a Friday night? That makes no logical sense to me, man. And I and I don't like it because it makes our job harder. Like, I've been trying to watch as much hockey as possible so I could let you guys know what's good and what's not good, and then they have 11 games on in one night, and it's like, <laughs> I mean... Yeah. Okay. I guess I have to go off of like highlights. You know what I mean? I can't watch a lot of this. Like. Yeah. I mean, the cool thing is like I I'll definitely give props because I've used it a lot more. Well, now that it's readily available than it was before, but like this past season, not the one we're currently in, but last year, the NHL was actually really good with like their um, condensed games or whatever. So it show like it's not just showing all the goals. It's showing like good plays and whatever. It's like four to five minutes four to seven minutes however long it is yeah long and you get to see most of it which is cool you get to see most of the game on youtube or whatever but i'd still rather watch it yeah i can watch it if like you know if there's two games on at seven and then you know there's two games on at 10 or whatever i'll probably switch back and forth between all four of those games at one point yeah exactly me too you do like seven seven thirty 
then eight thirty and a ten. And I'm watching and all another, of those games. It, you yeah, know? and if you can get like, especially if you can get like two good matchups on, and you get like one at seven and one at seven thirty, <sighs> then those are almost like perfectly aligned to where when the first period of the next the the first game starting, the next one's starting up, and then when that period's over, the second or the second's underway. But you know. Yeah. You're not missing like a whole period. It's not like you have to change the channel. It's like, oh, intermission. Oh, go back. Intermission. Like it. Yeah. Timing definitely helps when you're trying to watch a good amount of hockey. Yeah. But I think I think you're right. I mean, I th- maybe for the average fan, it's not that big of a deal because you only watch your your favorite team or whatever. But you're right. Like, there's football fans who like watch that shit all day on sunday yeah all you know day I mean? sunday like, people there, watch football. yeah there's other times where it's curious and like where, where people can be curious about the sport and just want to turn it on and, and it's like either too much or you got nothing at all and i don't know you're right i think it could be marketed better i really do and again it doesn't make people who talk about hockey's job easier that's for sure yeah that's for sure and that's the thing it's like if people are going i mean normally sunday is normally a lighter day anyway Probably because more people are going to tune into the NFL than, you know, the Rangers and the Flames playing or whatever. Because no one really cares on that day. (laughs) Yeah. But it's just like, you know, you could have two good days of hockey between Friday and Saturday instead of there's three games on right now. Yeah. And then there's 11 on tomorrow. Yeah. That could have been. I don't know. (laughs) You're right. Complain about it. Yeah. What are you going to do? I guess they know something that we don't because we're here talking about them. Yeah, it is what it is. So are we just going to call Mike Rupp out or what? (laughs) Yo, I'm scared, though, because now I'm like, oh, maybe it was an episode from last year. I'm pretty sure it wasn't, though. (laughs) No, it wasn't. It It wasn't because it had Kovalchuk in it. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, like, the NHL Network doesn't really play reruns like that, especially while hockey's happening. Yeah, but I get used to it. Like, during the summer, they play shit from, like, two years ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, while Rob's fucking around, we can... I'll talk about... Um, so, Nick Ritchie gets a deal. He finally gets signed. What did he get signed for? He got signed for 1.64 per for three... No. Yeah, for three years. I wonder what... I still don't get why he was holding out. I don't either like it's not like he got paid paid like he didn't get alex tuck signed a deal today i did see that extension 4.75 for seven years so that's a knights they think he's the real deal i like him it's it is kind of crazy though he only put up 37 points last year i think that um i think that they're trying to like risk it i don't think that it was deserving And I don't think that, I think there was a better way to do it. So I don't necessarily agree with it. But like, say dude gets better this season and then gets better again next season. And all of a sudden he's a 60 point guy that you're paying like 4 million a year. Like, I think we've talked about it before. Like Ricard Raquel is like making like 3.5 because they they did it. They gave him a long-term deal when he was making, when you know, when he was just a good player. Now he's a great player. So it could turn right. out, but it is surprising that he didn't even hit 20 goals, you know what I mean, or 40 points, like the the kind of standard numbers to, like, get paid. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like Alex Tuck a lot. I was – I think I'm more – not even in a rare instance, I'm more surprised at the term than I am at the money. Cause oh, I think yeah. that he could easily live up to the money. And he's, and he's young enough for the term. What, he's, like, 22? Yeah, 22. And he definitely has the potential to, like, reach that ceiling. The ceiling is definitely very high for him. Yeah, I just think that it... I think that that's true. I think that was George McPhee's, like, logic, where he's just like, you know, we could give this dude, like, three right now before we need to sign people and before, like, we really get ourselves in the thick of it. Or I just give this guy four whatever, you know what I mean, for seven years, and maybe he turns out to be a guy I would have had to pay six next year. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely see the logic in it. I think it's a solid uh, a solid risk reward. It's not necessarily high risk. It's not no risk, but yeah, I think it's solid. I think that 
for what he can bring, the risk is definitely worth it. What and, I, the, and the money's yeah. not crazy. It's a movable contract, even if he stays like around forty points. Yeah, but the term is a lot. Yeah, that is going to be hard to move unless he's he really lives up to it. I mean, but then you won't move him. I don't know. My big surprise is is that Carlson got the bridge deal though, and he didn't get yeah. something like this. You know what I mean? Well, I think it was because he didn't have as much pride as, like, Nylander does that he wasn't going to sign. Like, he definitely wanted... Like, not that Nylander doesn't want to play hockey, but I think that he wanted, like, 8 mil, probably, 7, 8 mil, because he's like, yeah, I just scored 40 goals. But then he probably, like, had someone, whether it be his agent, his dad, I don't know, whoever, someone probably was like, yo, you scored six goals the year before, so you kind of have to, like, <laughs> do it again, and then you can get paid. Yeah. Not to mention, what do you get paid? Like, six this year? That's still a good amount. Of, that's a good chunk of change. Yeah, he's still, he, yeah, he's still hey, got taken He's still got money this year. 5. I don't know, 2. man. <laughs> that's a lot of money that we talk about with these guys, too, man. I don't know. Um, are you ready? Oh, yeah, it ain't nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it sure. ain't nothing. That's not a bad, not a bad living. But I'm just surprised that... Yeah, I guess maybe he didn't take the term. I guess it was fair enough that they came to the one year, and that was just the best way to resolve that. But then, yeah, yeah and if he can really score forty goals, or if he can really year. score forty <laughs> or thirty goals, you know, if he can show he's a real goal scorer, and yeah. last year he didn't get lucky because he shot twenty five percent, then he'll get paid. Yeah, for real. Yeah, you wanna um, you wanna hear the top lines right now? Okay. I'm going to give them to you in order, and we should probably talk smack about it afterwards, um, just to give it to you. Um, so number right, five. I just want to ask one. Oh, damn it. No, go ahead. I don't want to. What were you going to ask? One of them's from the Bruins, right? Yeah, of course. Okay, okay, okay. No, I just to want to be. make sure he's not like off his rocker or something. No. So. Well, some of them don't make sense, though. Okay. And I was actually wrong. I said something to you that wasn't true, that wasn't on there. It was something prior to the top. Um, so he okay. gave his top five lines, first of which, fair enough, Claude Giroux, Sean Katari, Jacob Voracek. Five. Really? Yes. Okay. Okay. Number two. Obviously, I can live with that. Yeah. <laughs> Number two, John Tavares, Zach Hyman, and Mitch Marner. Uh... I mean, not number two, number four. Well, yeah, the I next figured one. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I um, don't know about that you, yet. This one's my favorite. Number three, Alex Ovechkin, Evgeny Kuznetsov, and Tom Wilson. Tom Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> Top line in the NHL right now. Mr. Tom Wilson hasn't played a regular season game yet. All right, cool. That works, I guess. Um, number two... Number two, Brad Marchand, Patrice Bergeron, and David Pasternak. You just two. you just heard what I said. Two. Number one, Jamie Ben, Tyler Sagan, Alexander Radulov. Hmm. All right. Man. And here's here's what got me mad, heated to begin with. Actually, I don't know if I can actually go line by line like this. I think now we're entering dangerous. I could sue you territory, but <laughs> his honorable mentions were Haglin, Malkin, Kessel. Marlo Matthews Kapanen, which I probably would have given them the the number four instead of the what they the uh, the second leaf line leaf line yeah, and then I follow Kopitar Kovalchuk was an honorable mention. What? <laughs> what? I follow Kopitar what Kovalchuk is an honorable mention. I don't know about that. I don't know how honorable that mention is. Like, dude, that doesn't even make sense. They haven't even done anything yet, and the Kings are garbage. But the ma- the big one that I really wanted to bitch about is how you going to – that's like you said before. We're talking about the best lines in hockey right now. Tom Wilson's literally not playing for another, like, two months. Yeah, <laughs> like, Tom Wilson, regardless of what he did last year, only had 35 points. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, Meanwhile – Ovechkin had 87, and fucking Kuznetsov, hold on, let me pull it up, had 83. It doesn't make any sense. It, and Tom I, Wilson adds the grit, man. <laughs> not to mention, I'm, they're not the worst, but that's also not the best defensive like forward line in the world either. Well, yeah. Well, it's, it's like, I, you could have... 
the problem is, and I, and we talked how I like, I want to like Tom Wilson. I don't necessarily like him, but I want to. I would be more okay if you just put Kuznetsov and Ovechkin by themselves. And question I'd be mark. more, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and anybody. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, and then I, I really. I forgot that this is the way that it was until I just looked it up again. And I don't like the Bruins, and I don't like Brad Marchand, but that's that's the best line in hockey, honestly. It's the best line. It has literally it's it's the most balanced offensively and defensive threat that there is. Oh yeah. No, they're probably going to go like every one of them's probably going to have at least 70 points if they get the games in. Every one of them plays, you know, is good. They're going to, like, spend a lot of time in the other zone. Their chemistry is great. They piss you off. They hit hard. (laughs) Bergeron wins face-offs. They literally do everything. Yeah, Marshan and Bergeron literally kill penalties. That's their number one (laughs) penalty kill forward unit. Yeah. Is Marshan and Bergeron. They kill penalties. And that's their number one power play unit. Yeah. And it's their number one everything. And, again, I'm not a big fan of any of those guys individual i like dave pasternak patrice bergeron's not bad i hate i hate martian but dude i love pasternak <laughs> bergeron i have tremendous respect for martian i can't it's like cross like you can't deny that he's good he's oh, a yeah. piece of shit <laughs> no yeah but that's what i mean good. i just everyone says that's the best line in hockey and it's like not one of those things where it's like overrated it's like true there's like a yeah. reason and then in the in the second turn like yeah, Jamie Ben Sagan and Radulov can score a lot. First of all, I don't think Radulov's been playing on that line, so I'm not sure if Mike Rupp's watched a Dallas game because <laughs> I have, and I didn't I even know, see those guys together. I know he has. I can't say for whether or not he is playing on that line. I just know he has. Yeah. Like if that, it, it's kind of like even that. Well, it was a couple games ago, but even that, like Giroux, Couturier, and Voracek, it's a line. It's just not always a line. Like, it's kind of like what we go back to if we're doing shitty and we kind of need everybody. We know those three work together. It's kind of like we'd rather have Voracek carrying, like, the second line. Yeah, but if you're, if you're like, coming at me and you're like, well, these are the best lines, obviously things are going to shake up. It's hockey and, like, injuries yeah. happen all stuff. But when you tell me, like, oh, I think that this is the best line. That yeah, I think of lines like Bergeron, Marchand, and Pasternak because that's been the line. They're not going to change it. They'll lose five games in a row, and that line's not changing. Like you yeah. know what I mean? No, there's no reason right. to. Why would you? And I think of like chemistry. So I think I get why they put the Voracek, um, Couturier, like Giroux line. I do because I think they they have like chemistry. They like they're like a line. So like even if they switch sometimes, but. Yeah, I think of, like, line lines. When you, like, put Tom Wilson, like, yeah, they were a line last year. Tom Wilson's not playing right now. And if Tom Wilson doesn't stop cheap-shotting people, that is always just going to be Ovi, Kuznetsov, and whoever, question mark. Like, I'm not convinced that three years from now, Tom Wilson will have that spot and they're going to be a line. Whereas, like, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, Bergeron centers that line till till he's, like, done. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I really, I really wouldn't. And yeah, I don't. And and <laughs> can we talk about that Kings line? What I don't, I didn't even know that was a a lot. I obviously knew. I it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. What it doesn't a, make sense. Honorable it's only, mention, like it doesn't, it, it hasn't existed for more than seven games. Yeah, and it hasn't been that good in any of the seven games. Yeah, like I said, dude. <laughs> Again, pause for edit. <laughs> Give me this. Give me this. I really do. Look at. Let's look at. Uh, let's go to the Kings right now, right? All right. So the Kings are two, four, and one, right? And oh my goodness, I was even wrong. Ayafalo has the most points. So, so Kovalchuk, Kopitar, and Ayafalo have combined for six goals, and I don't even know how many points because Kopitar doesn't even have like an yeah, assist. Yeah, Kopitar has. Kopitar has two goals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's not like they've been like, oh, but like 
Anze Kopitar is the best and needs to shut down center. Absolutely, that's true. It's not like they've been doing that. They're losing. Like, they're losing games. Like, that game's not picking the team up by its, like, bootstraps and, like, carrying them into victories or anything. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I, I don't. I honestly don't. Give me 20 games with that line and maybe if I follow still leading the team and the Kings have, like, an okay record. Yeah, sure. But. Yeah, I. The Russian defector's been back for, like, a month. Like, let's relax now. And he's been a good. That's it. I think that they should just stop making lists. <laughs> I think they should like, go out of the list business, yeah. It just, well, I mean, it's not even that it's bad. Like, I obviously, Mike Rupp is doing something right. He has a job where he gets to do this, regardless of if he's right or if he's wrong. But, like, what's the standard? I don't know. what. What's the standard? Like, why does that... It doesn't make sense. Like, why does Tavares, on a brand new team that he hasn't played more than seven games with, why does that get to be number four now? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. They haven't even gone through, like, a line scramble yet. They just got punched in the face for the first time when Pittsburgh shut him shut him out. Yeah. For all we know, Mike Babcock sat in his office on fire because they didn't score a goal and he doesn't know what to do now. <laughs> Like, nothing's happened to him. There's no adversity. No one's gotten hurt. You know, no one's whatever. No one's stopped performing. It, it's it's just kind of like what you said with, like, the Bergeron line. It's like if they lose five games, they're not changing that line regardless. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Because they're not going to keep – they're not going to come out of the slump without that line doing the damn thing. Like, so – yeah. It's a good line. Again, I usually hate it when we overrate things and, like, when people get too much hype. I really do believe that that's true. You watch those guys play, and it's something special when you watch it. You notice it. Like, the plays right. they run and how they always, and they're consistent, it's it's very, very good. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, let me. I just want to, I want to do a cross-reference and just see. I just have three players in my head that I'm pretty sure is a line. That I feel should be taken in account for. Yeah, it is. Philip Forsberg, Ryan Johansson, and Victor Arvidsson. Yeah, they're a line. Why is that not a thing? <laughs> Why is that not on this list? They're a line. The only time they're not a line was when Johansson was hurt. <laughs> and that's the thing. Who's taking any one of those guys' jobs on that team? No one, really. Exactly. Because they have a I good, mean, deep team. the safest person. Yeah. On the team, because he's the best. He's the the best player or forward at least. Yeah, it's hard to, whatever defenseman forward, whatever. But yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, but it's just like there's a reason that Arvidsson plays over there and not Fiala. There's a reason that Johansson's your first line center, and not Kyle Turris. There's a reason that Philip Forsberg's on at the left. If I had those left and rights right, I'm pretty sure that's yeah, how that you is. Do. I did right. Yep. Yeah. And and that's a good line. Like that's a balanced line. Like it's got playmaking ability. It's like a little rough and tumble. Like they're not they're not, they're not weak. You know what I mean? So that's a good line. And I think you're right. And I think I'm curious as to see like how many games like people have played on lines together. Like I really want to see I that. I think that's stat. my biggest thing. It's like I think that has to be like a limit. Yeah, like, you have to at least to have like, had the line going for like ten games in your life. Like, <laughs> sure, I'm even saying like for most of these, like most of these things have existed. Like the Pasternak, Bergeron, Marshan lines existed for at least two years. Yeah, if not longer. And like, well, this will be the second year of the Radulov, Ben, and Sagan line. I love Jamie Ben. And I love Tyler Sagan. They'd be another one who I'd say whoever. Yeah, just like Ovi, it's like. Ben Sagan, whoever. It doesn't have to be Radulov. I feel like sometimes they swap Sagan out, though. That's the thing. Those guys don't always play together. I don't think so. You don't think so? Not, no, not really. Maybe they should. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying that it doesn't happen, but I'd say it's like, I wouldn't even say you're talking games. Like, I'm maybe saying you're talking like shifts. That might happen. Okay, all right. And maybe it's a game or two, but it's always like they come back to it. Yeah, well, they need to with the way, with the way right. that team with is. With the way the team is yeah. built. 
Yeah, I don't know, man. But that's another. I mean, Jamie Ben's a good forward, defensive forward too. And again, they've got their like stuff, but like they like to score some goals. You know what I mean? I don't. Yeah, it's. Just, I don't know. I don't know what you could bring up besides Ivan. playoff success. That the Bergeron line isn't number one. I just don't see a, a possibility how it isn't number one. Yeah, and I just, I don't think that the same perception, like, you're right, there needs to be a minimum, because I just thought of another one, and I understand why he didn't put them on the list, right? I do get why they're not on the list, because they didn't have a good start to the season, but, like, Carlson, Riley, and Marcia, so that was a line, like, you know what I mean? That's, yeah, that's, that's still, still a line, line. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that that's what you do, like, so they're, like, still together, like, yeah, they're not top five, so, again, I don't get... But that's that's what I mean by like it's a line and and it's right. still together right now. And I I dude again, I just don't understand how you put Tom Wilson on a list and he's not playing hockey right now. He's watching. Yeah. And so he's not watching cuz he got hurt either. Yeah, he's watching cuz he's a piece of shit. Yeah, there's no proof that he won't have been replaced by the time that he comes back. There's no way that whoever they have, who do they have playing on that line now? God damn it, Rob, I closed daily face-off. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of the Caps, they're in a shootout right now. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. It is... Jesus Christ. Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, and Chandler Stevenson. There's no reason that Chandler Stevenson can't take Tom Wilson's job in 20 games. Sure. <laughs> or DSP or any other idiot that they put on the right side. There's no reason... <laughs> Other than that, they paid him. That Tom Wilson has to be in the top six. Because <laughs> I, I, I take if he plays bad. That's the thing. If, if Tom Wilson plays bad, he's getting demoted. Like if he has a bad game, he's dropping a line. Like you know, what I mean, we all know this. That's they did that when it worked for a little while. But I'm not convinced that's always going to work. Like it's hard to make right, those two just, not work. Well, yeah, because they don't have. To, they can pass it to each other. <laughs> they don't have to use that side of the ice at all. Yeah. Well, because Ovi's always open. If he's on the left side, he can get open. It's in. Yeah. Or it's at least a shot. Or maybe he hits the post. I don't know. But it's in. The vicinity. Per- yeah, it's in 89% of the time. Yeah. So it's like they don't need they don't need anybody. Like, And that's the thing. It's like, I don't know if Rana plays both sides. But that kid's been killing it. You could give me a Caps top six of Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, and Verana, and then move up Burakovsky or Brent Connolly, whoever, and put Oshie, Backstrom, and Connolly, or Oshie, Backstrom, and Burakovsky, whoever. I don't need. Tom Wilson doesn't need to be in the top six. Tom Wilson also might be better suited to make a third line better, not a first line worse. That's. I'll agree with that. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Because he's not a bad player, but I mean, like. Then you talk about Tom Wilson and your and your third line, and you're like, "Oh, cool! That's like kind of depth." Who's their third line center? Yeah, like I, Eller, like yeah, Eller. I I definitely I kind of agree with you there because it's like if you can get Tom Wilson in like a mismatch, it's better. Yeah. Like if you can get him against their fourth or their third line, just someone who's inferior on their third on another team's third line, or if you get him against another team's fourth line, Tom Wilson and Eller can do some damage. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, with Chandler Stevenson or whoever on the fucking other side. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I guess I don't I don't really like lists in general because yeah. I just feel like except for like this specific list, it's hard to say like number one. Like this list there's a number one. But yeah. like the defenseman list is just hard in general. Yeah. Because everybody puts the offensive defenseman at the top, Brent Burns, Eric Carlson, whatever, but I want like someone who plays defense. Yeah, like where's like, like not is not a fourth forward. Not that the well, Brent Burns is good defensive and Eric Carlson's not bad. He's not the greatest. Yeah. But for like an offensive defenseman, he's actually really above average defensively. But no, I get it. You like and but some like, of these Yoshi could be my number one. Yeah. Yeah, Yossi. And, I mean, he's or, getting a little bit older, but, like, Ryan Suter, like, is a good defenseman who can yeah. still put up points. Like, dudes like that, like the balanced ones. Like, yeah. not the dudes putting up 80 points and play okay defense. Like, the dudes putting up, like, 50 points and, like, knock you the fuck down. Like, Yeah, and doesn't <laughs> allow anybody to score. Yeah, ever. 
Duncan Keith was a good one before he's now he's really old, but <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the defenseman list is kind of hard. Even the offenseman list is kind of it's not hard because you just have to pick like McDavid at this point for centers, but like do you? Right. Well, I don't. I don't either. So it depends. It's like <laughs> Although I think he's been really, I think I saw like his face-off stats. Like a center needs to be able to take face-offs. Like, and I'm not saying like every, you know, but Bergeron can be number one because he's a great defensive, offensive, takes face-offs. Yeah. Malkin over Crosby just for the both ways, or Malkin can play the puck and he can take face-offs. And Malkin still beat. scores like 80 points a year. Right. It's not so even it's like, like there's that big of a difference. I think the problem with Connor McDavid is he's put like a 20-point gap between him and everyone else. So it's, that's why yeah. it's like, well, he's just the best. But it's like he really is like a one-man army out there. There's better team playing defensemen that's – I mean, not defensemen, centers that put up like – you know what I mean? If Connor – I'm just going to say like if Connor McDavid puts up 110 points on average for the rest of his career and Austin Matthews puts up like 90 or 80 – but plays everything, then, like, who's really the best center? That's still a lot. Like, yeah. That's still a lot. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it, I don't know. I don't like the list format. I don't either. And I, I don't mean to hate on Mike Rupp so much. I just thought that that was stupid. There's some things that I had problems with. And and then and, and there's just, like, like, no-brainer shit. Like, no-brainer shit. Well, it's, like, it's not even, like, we can't even really hate on, like, Mike Rupp in general we can use him as like an ex like a template of like what it is but it's just his opinion yeah yeah whatever he's not That's wrong fair. i mean i might think he's wrong but he's not well tom really. wilson's not playing so there is a, well, a certain true. part of it that is wrong but that was my problem like if it was just something i didn't agree with then i'd be like yeah i don't agree with him whatever but god damn it <laughs> that is wrong <laughs> that can't be number three on the list <laughs> It can't. I'm sorry. Other than that, yeah. keep doing your thing. One day NHL Network will call me and ask me for my glorious opinion. <laughs> then I'll be up there making lists that are wrong, saying Anaheim sucks and Ryan Kessler's dead and I'm wrong. Yeah, I mean, we're probably just as wrong. Yeah, we probably are. But, yeah, you know, I think it's oh, good well. to have the other perception, though, too. I think we had some good points. I think that, I don't know. Maybe if there was more of like a breakdown, or I think that you're right. I don't think the list format is. I think uh, I think it's more fun to watch that channel when they get a bunch of guys together and they're kind of just joking around, and they're kind of just like, "Oh yeah, no, that's who I think is like the best." Like you know what I mean? Or like, "Oh, I take this." Like they had a couple, like these like uh, two guys doing like their fantasy draft picks and stuff like that. What they were thinking, and like I thought that was cool because there's like a conversation. Yeah. You get a couple guys who know some things or someone who may know something about something else that they that they don't and and like they're joking around a little bit. But like when it's like one person, it's like here's my list and it's just like I just like wanna rebuttal you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I like that format too. Like I think that definitely works of having like two guys kinda like not briefly or not like extensively like defend their opinion on what their list that they're putting out is, but you know, they kind of rapid fire, like, oh, yeah, I think, you know, McDavid is the best for this. Well, I think that Crosby is the best for this. And then number two, I think this guy, this guy, whatever, back and forth. I think that definitely works a lot better for him. Yeah, I think how they did the playoffs last year I thought was really good. They had that one guy who I like, um, I can't remember his name, the dude who used to be like um, work for the Lightning, whatever his name is. Who cares? Just edit this out. <laughs> um, okay. I have no idea. But they had him and a couple other guys just sit down and just go through every every team in the playoffs. And they were just like, I don't know if this one has it in them, but I like them because of this. They may be able to take them this in this way, and this is why. And it's given real examples of play. Like, you know what I mean? Where they're just like, this is why this team could beat this team. This is why I don't think they will. Like, and right. I sometimes, and even we do it, we talk about stats and things so much too, and it's just like, it really is about how the way is played, like how, like the way the game is being played. Like I do talk a lot of smack on some teams I don't get to watch as much, like L.A. <laughs> but um, yeah. but you know, it's uh, I want to know, I want to know like more about it. That's why I watch NHL Network. You know what I mean? So just you giving me a list right. where I've already made my own list in my head is like, oh, 
Why? And, and, I mean, to be fair, I guess Mike Rupp did a video too, but <laughs> not these Super 16 lists. And like you said, when they're given like misses just because. That was the thing with the yeah, top 20 defensemen too. It was just like, why do you rank this person that way? Like, why? Who? Like, Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, it comes back to, I want the like parameters. Like, what are you ranking on? Like, what are your, like, if there's a 10 checklist or 10 point checklist here, what are the 10 points? Like, what are you mark? What are you deducting for? What are you adding for? Whatever. It's like, just give me like something like the 10 best defensemen that do what? Like, I don't know. They're just, they are considered defensemen. It's like, that doesn't make any sense because like Carlson puts up 80 points. Is he the best? He's the best at scoring. (laughs) Yeah. But is he a fourth forward or is he one of the two defensemen? I don't know. Exactly. Man, no, I'm not. I almost typed in and looked up the list, but we'll be here for like two hours. Yeah. Goalies are another funny one, too, because they're always wrong. Yeah. Goalies. It's just like so hit and miss, except for like Bobrovsky and Holpe. Yeah. I won't even say Vasilevsky because he hasn't even been here that long. Yeah. But, like, Hopi and, like, Bobrovsky. And I even give it to Carey Price because he's only really had one bad year. Or, well, two, but he was really injured the one year. And then last year he was injured, but then they kind of seemed like they were making him play because they knew that they really needed him because he's the whole team. Um, Dude, but, like, really, he hasn't like, in, bad in my year. opinion... <laughs> Well, yeah, he hasn't looked bad this year. It's like, just overall, like, I definitely have my opinion taking everybody into account because I think regardless of what the Ducks do, John Gibson has been one of the best goalies at least the last two years. And whether or not he's been the best is one thing, but he's definitely been one of the best. But, like, as far as consistency goes, like, Bob is, like, second to none. He's easily the most consistent goalie regardless of what the regular season goalie Playoffs, that's a different story. He's not very good. but and Well, neither Holpe, the Jackets. They're not a good playoff team. Yeah, that's definitely true. Um, and then Holpe, I mean, he's, you know, been around for a while. He's been good for a while. He, You know how many games you're going to get out of him. Right. He can definitely play. He can play 70. He can play more than that. I mean, I don't think it's the wisest thing because I feel like any goalie like I feel like the same thing happened with like Tampa Bay was supposed to win the cup last year Tampa Bay is supposed to win the cup this year but if Vasilevsky has to play 75 games they're probably getting knocked out again yeah I just bet it. I just take I think some goalies got it like that yeah I mean that's the thing it's like the I think the best thing I, although I still think that Washington should have started Hopi in the playoffs regardless I don't think that they ever should have, regardless of who was playing better. And I know you kind of have to give the respect to Grubauer because he, you know, kind of saved it. He came in. He played really good at the end of the year. But regardless, at the end of the day, you weren't going to, like, at the end of the year, you weren't going to, you know, buy out Holpe to keep Grubauer if you had to make a choice. Like, Holpe was the guy, regardless. Like, it didn't matter. You know, you probably weren't going to be able to sign Grubauer anyway, so you should have just started Holpe. Yeah. And, fuck, I had an, I had a point that I was trying to make before I went off on a tangent about fucking Washington. Oh, what I was going to say is that I think the best thing that happened was that, Holt, or that Grubauer was good, and it kind of saved and rejuvenated Holpe at the end. That way he was able to make that run into the, into the cup. Because the years were... Washington was the best year or the best team were the years they got kicked out in the first round. The years that they won the president's trophy got kicked out in the first round. Yeah. The one year that Hopi doesn't have to play 75 games, 70 games or whatever is the year that they win the cup. And he was dominant. Yeah. Hopi was dominant throughout. Good point. So not having to play your goalie 70 games. I think is like the ticket is to be able to find the backup that's good enough to carry anywhere from I'd say 20 to 30. I mean, 20 to 30 is a lot. I'd say at least 15 to 25. If you can get it in, you obviously have some relief in there, you know, whatever. 
if you can keep your goalie, I'd say under 65, I think you you're giving yourself the best chance. Yeah, and I as far as longevity goes, I don't mind like timeshare situations either with the one A one B if both of them are good. Like, I no, I think it's better to have like a number one, but like. You're right, like, someone who, like, like teams have good backups. Like, that's that's a big problem I see with Tampa Bay, too, is what I think they're going to Ming this year. Yeah. Who hasn't proved to be good. Like, I'm not convinced. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he had a bad break. He played for some bad teams. So, like, but they have that their team is so stacked, and they, they do have a good starter. Like, Vasilevsky's good. But, yeah, he probably is going to have to play that many games like yeah and like you're right and i I don't know if it's an afterthought for them or just because you know they got to pay all these other people but yeah i don't know i think you're right i think a good backup goalie to come in and do the damn thing is important and grubauer is the man yeah nice win the other night yeah it's almost a shame because grubauer and i don't i don't i don't say this a lot and when i do i'm usually wrong so i hope i don't jinx them or like I'm, i'm just wrong but usually, uh, like, when the backups go to starters, I'm always skeptical. But, like, Grubauer might be able to, you know, play some more games than what, even than what he did. Um, and, like, right now, Varlamov is, like, crushing it. And he's been, like, kind of hit or miss, like, really good or just not great. Like, you know, so it's like he just happened yeah. to get traded to a team that, like, didn't need, like, a starting goalie. And he's, like, actually just staying a backup in the other goalies. Like, he's not going to beat him out for his job. At least now he's playing now. Yeah. I don't know. I think – I don't know what to say about Varlamov. He's definitely been killing it this year. I, I haven't liked him, like, but he's got – he does impress – like, he isn't bad. Yeah, it's like he's really hot – like you said, hot and cold – it's like he had years there where it's like, oh shit, like Colorado has like for sure like number one. Like he was getting like Vesna votes one year, I think, or whatever. He had like really good seasons and then he kind of just kind of pittered into like average, whatever. And then now I feel like they've kind of like scared him because they're like, oh shit, like this kid is going to come in and steal my job <laughs> if I yeah. don't. And either way, I mean, it's, I don't know, it's weird because they could probably afford to sign Varlamov. It kind of depends on how much he's trying to make. But it's like, he could either be playing to stay for with Colorado or maybe he just finds another team. Yeah, he goes to a team that needs a goalie and willing to take a risk on him. I swear to God, it better not be the Flyers. I'm not taking the risk on no more fucking goalies. <laughs> Gotta homebrew your goaltender, man. I had, like, a major correction, I wanted to say, too. I listened to our episode last week, and, like, I kept using, like, wording, like, well, who gives a shit about the goaltend? And, like, I'm, like, a big goalie guy. Like, I think you need a good goalie. Like, I think teams are shitty goalies that are, like, good or, like, fake. You know what I mean? Like, you know, at least play have defense for the poor guy. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, I, in no way do I think teams should schlub their goalie. I realize that's kind of what it sounded like last week. All that I meant was was that the way that you get a good goalie is like you luck out, you draft one, you scout them, you you make them, or you keep doing these trades for people who are backups until you get lucky enough and one of them is the real deal. So like that's what I meant by like last week. Where I was like, oh well, they just trade a second round pick for their next one. The next one could fucking suck too. Like you know what I mean? But yeah. until they have a goalie come out of their like out of their like house they're never gonna you know then then you just have to you just have to keep trading away seconds until you you get one like that works like that's the only yeah that's all i meant by that when i was like who gives a shit it's just because like caroline is if it's not darling then you have to do it again with someone else that's all that i meant until you you make your own goalie so (laughs) but yeah but i actually like goalies i'm kind of spoiled I've always had a good one. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I think that uh, we did a lot of shit talking this week. We didn't even talk a lot about hockey. We just talked about how much a- lists are awful. <laughs> Sound like paranoid yeah. <laughs> tinfoil hat guys. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know. Stop making lists. <laughs> Although I'm going to make my own. Yeah, we're going to make a list. There are going to be tons of lists. I know it. <laughs> Probably. I already, oh, yeah, I 
not going to share it now because it's of last year, but I already made my own defenseman list because I hated the NHL Network so fucking much. Dude, I feel like what would be interesting is if you could compare two lists. So, like, I think that I should make a list and you should make a list and then we could both defend it and talk about it and we... And then we could, we could like, we'll know what we consider our own metrics of what makes a good defenseman. We'll at least know where we stand about what's more important for a defenseman and what you're looking for. I think that would be interesting. I don't think we well, should average it out and put it on Twitter and say these are the best defensemen, though. Well, let's set a date. <laughs> All right. When, let's see, when's the NHL All-Star Week? Because I don't give a fuck about the All-Star Game. <laughs> so by the All-Star Game, you want me to have a list of what? Top 20 defensemen? Do top 20 defensemen, oh, January 27th. So it's within that week. So the break, I'm trying to figure out when, like, the break is. Well, that week's episode. Okay, so the 25th? Yeah, because I think the break will be, because I think the way the break works this year, it's weird because it's not really a week. Although I think it was supposed to, I don't know. I don't know how it works. But I think it's like, from the 23rd to the 27th when is when the All-Star game is is the 27th of January and then I think like it resumes right afterwards like maybe there's like a day break with me and I think like hockey's back on like the 29th so it's not like it's in the middle yeah or whatever and there's not like a break before and a break after yeah all right so the 25th the episode that we put out on January 25th will have a, the top 20 best well what's the parameters there are no parameters. That's the point. Uh, dude. All right, so you just want my opinion of the top 20 and your opinion of the top 20? Yeah, and then I feel like the parameters will come with the discussion that goes around that. Because I'll be like, you know, as an example, okay. like, why the fuck do you think that Drew Doughty's better than Eric Carlson? Like, he's fucking tough or whatever you think is important. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Not that you think right. that. That was just an example. You know what I mean? All right, yeah, that's going to do it for us this week. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Off the Barcast, and you can follow us on Instagram that we're going to start getting going here soon. That is at Rob and Joey. I was surprised I got that. It's R O B A N D J O E Y. You swear to God, Rob just Rob and Joey. I swear to God, it's Rob and Joey. That's our <laughs> handle on, Twitter, or on uh, Instagram. Oh, man. So. We're gonna be We're gonna such start an getting going. on Instagram. Yeah, I just I didn't know really what to make it, so I'm like, I wonder if anybody took Rob and Joey, and it was available. So I'm like, fuck yeah. All right. Username. Like, how could I pass up getting Rob and Joey? <laughs> Fair enough. I'm like, I can't. You you made it right so. in time too. We're gonna have some opportunities to snap some picks tomorrow at this day, dude. Yeah, we're gonna be at the Flyers Devils game tomorrow. We did a whole episode talking nonsense about shit people don't want to hear, and we didn't mention once that I'm going into Flyers country in a Devils jersey. While well, we guys are good, and you guys. Well, are you're right. not really. We're. I mean, we spent eighty dollars on tickets to sit in a balcony suite. Well, dude, so. it's like yeah, you want to get the view from the press box. You're not sitting in like. Yeah, I mean, you're, but you're not going and sitting in, like, the mezzanine, row 13. I'm still going to walk past these people. I'm still still going to cheer my dick off, too. <laughs> Good, I hope so. Man. Yo, if you guys don't beat the Flyers tomorrow, I, I don't know. We're both dead in the water. <laughs> yeah. But all right, man. It was a yeah. good episode. We're going to um, probably do a little bit of tweeting, a little bit of our Instagram, talk some shit about this game because we'll both be there. Um, and Yeah, if- and while I'm at with Rob tomorrow, I'm going to fix his fucking Twitter. And he's going to be able to use it. And next week, we'll be able to actually tell you what his fucking handle is because it'll be something. It'll be something. And I'm going to have good shit to say, I promise. Good, I hope so. All right, let's end this shit. Till next week. All right, and until next week, I'm Joey. And I'm Rob. And we'll see you guys later.